We're the Bourbon Brothers. I'm Lance. And I'm Butch. And we are coming to you live from the frosty, the frigid, the freezing hills of Romeo. The ever so cold. It's January, almost February. It's, al- it's almost like you got to take cover somewhere. You know yeah. the perfect place to take cover? Where? In the BGB Yes, 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 yes. I love the BGB <laughs> Speakeasy. And uh, you know what? Because you've been kind of an ass about what I've been wearing lately. I changed it up. Did you notice the shirt? I did. I did. Yes. Yes. We got, we're representing the Michigan distillery, baby. Yeah. I mean, you've been hard. I mean, it's my goddamn establishment, and I get mocked for what I wear. And so I was all conscientious. Hey, you look like a freaking hobo, dude. You well, got shirts that are older than my kids. It's a slow process. I have a, I have a cool <laughs> whiskey t-shirt on. Yeah, and you've had that shirt for two years, so I'm glad you finally dug it out and put it on. Of course, good. I got sandals and shorts on. Yeah, that's fine. That's cool, man. Yeah, it's uh, it's what we do here. So, you know, there's a little bit judging, apparently, at the BGB Speakeasy. We try to have some fun. Um, I would recommend for those that want to come and be a Patreon, have thick skin. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and, be, and be thirsty. <laughs> and be willing to, to jest a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Because the shit flies back and forth and all, it does. all the time. But I know what we are going to do is we're going to have fun, and uh, um, we're, we're not going to drink Bud Light. We're going to drink some Old Elk today. Hey. All so, right. Yeah. So I kind of just jumped into it. I was all excited. Um, yeah, you kind of you kind of broke the pattern there, Butch. Yeah, that's fine. It's it's uh, it's 2024. It's, uh, uh, you I know. see. Yeah, we're changing things up. So with that being said, I already kind of talked about the bottle. That's okay. We usually uh, wait for that. But uh, what's today's segment called? I don't know. I don't remember. Almost Allocated. (laughs) Almost Allocated. We went with Almost Allocated because um, Old Elk itself is not allocated. Um, However, they have two bottles that are a little bit more allocated, um, and that would be Cigar Cut. And the other is? Infinity Blend. Infinity Blend, which uh, those who have not had it, I would encourage you to seek it out. It's a hitter. But, uh, man, today uh, we got Old Elk Cigar Cut. And I would say, of the two you mentioned, Infinity Blend seems to me to be harder to find. Oh, no doubt. Than Cigar Cut. That's why we call this Almost Allocated, because um, we didn't have any problems finding Cigar Cut for ourselves when it came out earlier no, this year. No, we didn't. No, I think it's pretty much available until it's gone. I mean, you're not going to walk into a necessarily a Kroger, a Meyer, or wherever your local liquor store, grocery store. But any like a Total Wine yeah. will have it for when they first hit the shelves. But they're going to go quick. Yeah, my and, local party store guy got some, so that's, that's where I bought it. Well, you're you're kind of a big deal. People know you. Yeah. I mean, you walk in a party store and people are going, "Oh my God, Lance is here!" Yes. As long as I spend a few thousand dollars there. Well, there's that. <laughs> yeah. Shh, shh. Your, your wife's going to listen to this later. You don't want hundreds, hundreds. On presents that's all. for my wife. They that's also what, have, yes, yes, that's what it was. Mostly presents <laughs> for the wife. Um, uh, so, okay. So let's, 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 let's get into this bottle. So it's a cigar cup, which is a straight bourbon whiskey finished in sherry, armanac, port, and cognac barrels. So six years old. And then it spent, and, and this is the thing I don't know about. So it aged as a whiskey for six years, and then it spent a year and a half, part of it, in a sherry barrel, a year and a quarter in an Armagnac barrel, three to eight months in port and cognac barrels. So that's pretty cool. That's a, that's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. Big process. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm reading the side of the bottle, which is kind of cool that they list all that out. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I wonder how they found that fine line of example, cognac finished three to six months, 
but then you have Sherry Cass finish a year and a half in. I oh. wonder if that plays into the strength of the barrel, as in the um, the the overall finished flavor you're getting. Like, is a cognac cask barrel really strong? And if you went too long, it would just take over that sherry cask, and sherry cask is lighter. You know, uh, you so, would assume. So, riddle me this, Butch. Do you think that they took all the whiskey and put it in a sherry barrel for a year and a half and then moved it all to an Armagnac? Or did they take pieces and... I would assume they took pieces. They had four different things going on at once, um, and then they mixed them all together is is my vote. Yeah, and we don't ever claim to be highly accurate on all... You can fact check all this stuff. Um, And we're just having fun, and we know some of the stuff. We don't know others, but it tricks my curiosity of how they do that because you're right, that's a... That's a hell of a science project that they got listed on the side of the bottle. I, I really would assume that's what they did is they had four things going at once. They blended all together. In fact, if you go to uh, um, Old Elk's website, they got a couple of really high-end content videos. Um, they're both about a minute long. One's talking about what Old Elk is, and the other one's talking about specifically the cigar cut, and it talks about bringing four of them together. So I'm assuming that's what it was. Yeah. Um, I like what Lance said is, uh, you know, we're definitely never trying to claim that we know it all or we're experts. We didn't, we don't spend an hour studying it. We're, we're just two guys that love drinking, love um, honoring and paying homage to bourbon, whiskey, the distilleries, man, we, uh, we just love this shit. It's just plain and simple. And, and the, the other cool thing about this whiskey, uh, that was a really cool comment, by the way. Okay. Um, mash bill, 51% corn, 34% malted barley, 15% rye. So that's a high content of malted barley, um, which a lot of times gives you a little bit of a sweeter element from my experience. And then to do all this finishing, I think this just makes for a great whiskey on a day that it's five degrees out with 30 mile an hour winds here in the uh, frigid north. Well, then that's good news because that's exactly what it is outside right now. So um, it's 110.6 proof. And uh, what's this bottle coming at retail? Uh, 129.99 in Michigan. So I can see why some people would be maybe a little bit suppressed to want to spend 130 bucks on a bottle of booze. Who's who's the main competitor of this pour? I don't know. Who do you think? Joseph Magnus, Cigar Blend. I mean, these are the two biggest... Oh, cigar yep. blends. Yeah, I'm sorry. Right? Oh, specifically, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, no, was, no, you're right. I wasn't clear. No, no, you were clear. I, I was caught me off guard. I, I, I started thinking of because they have some other expressions out. Uh, yeah. But you're right. For old elk, I would have to say that the uh, um, you got the Joseph Magnus, and then you have the other cigar blend that we had. Yeah, we're not going to talk about that. Starlight. Yeah. So I think those would be the main competitors. Some of the other expressions are high malt, malt bourbon, straight wheat whiskey, weeded bourbon, four grain, straight rye whiskey. So um, they have quite a few other expressions out there. Another thing I noticed that Old Elk does a good job is um, barrel selects. I'm yeah. working with party stores, and heck, I have a few of them down here. I have a blended um, straight bourbon whiskey right there. I have a four grain um, and then obviously we both love the Infinity lineup. Well, they, th- they did a nice job like segregating their, their different expressions because I would say Infinity's at the top, Cigar Blend is second. And then they got that series of four that you were talking about, the Black Label ones mm-hmm. that are uh, Distiller Select. Like it's a, what are they? One of them's a, a four grain, one's a weeded. Um, but then, then, they, then below that they have their White Label stuff, which is all their common varieties, right? Yeah. Everything from uh, bourbon to... Um, they got a weeded whiskey there, 
A weeded bourbon, I mean. Yeah, so they have quite a, quite a few different expressions yeah. um, that if you don't want to spend the $130 retail price on, you can definitely jump down in that $60, $70 range. And uh, I have, look at uh, six, seven, probably nine, ten of their bottles. Yeah. I'm all in, probably ten. Um, and uh, I love them all. I really do. So Old, Old Elk is coming out of Fort Collins, Colorado. Um, they're somewhat new. They've been around for about ten years. Ten years. A, a gentleman by the name of Kurt Richardson started the Old Elk Distillery in 2013. And from the little bit I read, it's just that he had a passion to do things that are nostalgic and try to bring a new angle to the market. So he started Old Elk Distillery, which is cool, in Colorado. I don't know, you know, that's got to be the biggest distillery in Colorado. Yeah, I would assume so. There's some, um, there's some other good ones, but. And uh, I have a, a friend um, that actually went there and, um, visited the uh, distillery team, um, distillery team, the market team, got to actually meet their uh, CEO and uh, was their overall, I think it was a CEO, somebody very high in the company and uh, just was a really cool experience. They had lunch there and uh, got some swag gear. Yeah. In fact, I should have worn my old Alka hat today. Um, I haven't worn it yet, but uh, overall, they were really impressed by everything. Um, their master distiller is Greg uh, Metz. But uh, the thing that I think is really cool is they brag about the slow cut method. And so essentially they're saying the process or the proofing process, majority of the distilleries are all about speed to get it done. And they're not. They're about how slow it takes. And what that means is most are taking thousands of gallons of water and mixing it to proof down that bourbon to a specific proof. And they aren't doing it in days. They're doing it in sometimes multiple days or even weeks. They're taking a long time to slowly add water to the juice. And therefore, they believe that um, it's not automatically um, taking out all that water at once. And it's maintaining some of the flavors of their overall product itself. And I, and I think that's why they're saying so you're getting so many different flavors because of that slow proof method. Hmm. Um, I'm sure there's a more scientific. I, was say, I wonder what the science behind that is. Cause that sounds strange, right? Yeah. So, um, again, if you go to the website, they probably have a lot of information on that whole process, but, uh, at the end of the day, um, the slow cut method and they're, they're, they're really prideful on wisdom makes the best whiskey and they have a distiller, master distiller has 40 years. They talk about how he's a quiet guy, but he knows his shit. That's cool. And they, they don't word it that way, by the way. Look. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kurt Richardson obviously was serious about it because he didn't skimp on the uh, the facility or the um, main distiller, that's for sure. So why don't you go ahead and get in those? Um, the bottle itself is beautiful. Uh, there's not many bottles that look like it on the market. They have like a topper that looks a little bit like a base of an elk antler. And uh, Lance and I, being outdoorsmen, can really appreciate that. It's a beautiful bottle, really cool top. Um, another thing they talk about is Old Elk, um, specifically the, the cigar cut, it, is, it was created to cherish, um, to spend time in the backyard with friends and family, um, and they want it to be an experience. They really want you to have a cigar, sit by a fire. They don't want it to be just an everyday whiskey. They want it to be a little something more. Um, and overall, they want it to be a really cool experience. That's awesome. So what'd you get? A good job. Um, I'm getting like a lot of dark red cherry right off the rip. And it's just, it's that finish of these sweeter, um, um, sweeter, I want to say whiskeys, sweeter spirits that they finished in coming across. But I'd say dark red cherry, a little bit of plum fig and a nice like charred caramel. Um, I'm going to say, uh, grapes, grapes, grapes. Grapes and more grapes. Got any grapes? Oh, my goodness. Um, 
honestly, you know what it tastes like? You know, back in the day, I'm Kool-Aid. Yeah. And uh, grape Kool-Aid, and you open the pouch up, and you smelt it, and it, that, that grape grabbed your nose. Oh, my goodness. Hmm. That's interesting. I could see where you get that. Um, grape. I'm still going to stick with this, like, dried. I'm getting some red berry. I see what you mean. But for me, it's just a lot of grape, maybe even a little bit of chocolate. I would say it's really nice. If there was a volume on the nose of a whiskey, this is at like ten. Yeah, it's like it's coming off strong. So it's really hitting me hard in terms of uh, what I'm getting off the nose. And uh, Old Elk is also known for having this really cool gold um, elk topper, and it's the yeah. elk with antlers. And uh, um, it was funny. I went to go pour it, and elk, Lance is like, "What are you doing? You have the elk topper. Put that on." And it pours through the mouth and. Maybe it's corny. I think it's badass. And yeah, uh, check so, it out on our Instagram page. We yeah. got a, we got a little video of Butch pouring his uh, his cup tonight next to uh, an, an elk antler. Yeah. In fact, um, old elk talks about the uh, the oldest elk of the woods are the most mature, and and they kind of kind of pay homage to what they're about, um, which was kind of cool. So I did it with next to an elk an elk antler that I found in the woods. Very sweet. So um, go ahead. Cheers. Cheers, brother. I'll let you uh, get into the okay. Uh, the palette, and like we were saying, is um, I would really encourage uh, if you don't know much about Old Elk, go to their website. There are a couple of cool videos I'm looking at it right now, and a lot of cool information. Um, you can see some more about their expressions. So, what are you getting, Lance? First sip of the night. Um, the 110 comes across. I mean, it, it drinks well, but um, the palate's coming across just like the nose did for me. So, I'm getting this. Dried plum, fig, uh, dark, like, cocktail cherry, and a nice background of some, like, not burnt caramel, but dark caramel. How about you? Um, yeah, 110 proof for the first drink of the night. I think I took a... Uh, <laughs> He's looking at me. What did you get, Lance? I'm like, catch you, my bro. I took a gentleman-sized uh, <laughs> sip there. I did not uh, slow way into it. Um, wow. Okay, so... As it's settling in a little bit more, that all's going away. I'm getting a lot of um, oak. Um, oh, God, that's such a corny way to say oak. So creative. Um, <laughs> I, I, and I laugh because, you know, you see a lot of people, it's like a standard. What do you get? Oak. Well, yeah, no shit. It was resting in a barrel for six years. Um, I'm getting a lot of leather and then Fago grape pop. Fago grape Specifically pop. Specifically Fago. And, and, and you're wondering why Fago? Because we're from Detroit. That's right. Well, well, technically we're from Romeo, but we were born in Detroit, resided in Detroit, grew up in Detroit a little bit. Um, but uh, Fago was a uh, Detroit-based company, and that's what I grew up drinking. So so I'm getting the, uh, like, the leather tannin. But I'll say it, like, it's riding underneath this dark, dark, aged, dried fruit. Fig, plum, I said dark cherry, maybe even... A little bit of like overripe blackberry, um, really, really deep, intense flavors, and then I I still get this caramel from front to back. That's like a really nice foundation for this. And by the way, what do you think of the finish? Um, the finish is a lot of leather. It's very long. Um, I'm I'm getting again. This often doesn't happen with me that the uh, the nose carries all the way through the finish. And great man, it's a great bomb all the way through, and I love it. Um, I that is an impressive finish, isn't it? Um, it's very dynamic. Hangs um, around. There's something that's in the finish that I'm having a hard hard time putting my finger on right now. 
Um, it's almost like a little bit of earthiness. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? I was going to say there's some kind of rickhouse funk hanging toward the back of the, the palate. Maybe, maybe they put um, grape vines in the barrels because <laughs> maybe that's the earthiness I'm getting. <laughs> I think you're reaching there, partner. <laughs> um, I know I am, but um, I, that may, it's like a little bit of grapevine. I don't know. It's just grapes, earthiness. It's it's leather. It's oak. The finish carries on for days and days and days. Um, it just and, keeps hanging around in my mouth. It's nice. And uh, I think that goes to, you know, what happens when you take four different finishes and you blend them together. Um, so, yeah, very impressive. I will tell you that this this pour is much better um, enjoyed on a chilly winter or a nice chilly fall day or freezing-ass cold winter day as opposed to a summer because it's got a, it's got a heavy, nice heavy mouthfeel. It's got a little bit of weight to it, the, the viscosity of it. I think it has to do with some of that finishing. But, man, I think it's just sitting really well with me with, you know, coming in out of this five-degree windy weather, freezing my ass off all day. Yeah, I'm, I'm honestly right now, and there's a little bit of a, uh, like an orange peel. Not orange itself, but mm. almost like an orange peel to it. Dude, spot on. I was trying to figure out what it was. I, I think it's somewhere in the mid, mid palette on the side. It's like an accent. Yeah. But I would agree with you. It's almost like a... Almost like the white of the orange, like that a little you, bit bitter. When you take it and you put it on the rim of an old-fashioned, mm-hmm. th- that, that's kind of what I'm getting, and it's uh, it's really refined. Um, I honestly see what you're saying. I, I, I'm going to throw something else at you. So you mentioned winter, but I'm going to say that if it's late in the evening, and even if it's at a bonfire, if it's you know long day sitting by the pool, you know, and it's you know, 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night for a nice nightcap, I think this would uh, really bring home the night. Nicely, especially if you're into cigars. I, I can I can see why they call it Cigar Cut. Yeah, because this would, you know, I guess accent Stand up. a cigar really nice. Really, really nice. And I don't think it's something that if it's 100 degrees, you're going to sit by the pool and you're going to slam all day. Um, if you did, I'd probably recommend putting an ice cube in it because it is 110 proof. But, it's uh, also 130 bucks, so I wouldn't put an ice cube in so it. So, yeah, let's <laughs> let, let's talk about that. So, um, $130. Bucks. Um would you consider 130 bucks for a bottle? Don't let's not talk about old elk for a minute. Would you consider 130 bucks a lot for a bottle? Yeah, I think it's up there. I mean, uh, that's getting into the you better better well frickin' appreciate it for 130 dollars for 750 milliliters. That's a that's a little bit of a stand up. And what's going to happen when we follow the global standard of 700 milli- milliliters? Uh, that people aren't going to bring their price down one thirteenth. They're not going 115th to one fifteenth rather. Isn't that an interesting conversation? I know I don't want to get off on that, but it's kind of almost scary a little bit. Yeah. Because we've got used to 750 milliliters, and I think if you go to, like, Europe and whatnot, it's 700 milliliters. Mm-hmm. Well, so, we found – there was one bottle that we found just the other day we were drinking. Yeah. Found out it was a 700 milliliter. I was and, kind of pissed off. And I think it was that 12-year. Yeah, I think so. I'm not going to say what one it is. Um, so let's go back to this price talk. 130 bucks. 130 bucks. You know, the reason I didn't get around to it because we got sidetracked. The Joseph Magnus Cigar Blend, made mm. in Michigan, uh, $200. At retail. At retail. And most people are selling it above retail. Yeah. And I think that jumps probably into semi, like basically allocated. Yeah, that, that, that is allocated, I would say. Yeah, right. Um, they come out with different releases. It's not about that, but I'm, I'm just trying to set a backdrop for the discussion about the price of this old elk because some of the competitors that are on the same page of a similar offering are more expensive. And, I, you know, it cannot be cheap to acquire sherry barrels, Armagnac barrels, port barrels, cognac barrels, transfer all this fluid, age it, 
I mean, th- that has to be driving the price of this up, like legitimately, the cost of making it. And it's what's also interesting is um, it's 110 proof, so they didn't proof it down a whole lot. No. So I'm kind of curious what it came out of the barrel at. Um, was it 120? And they brought it from 120 to 110. And why 110? You know, and I these are questions that would be great. Could you imagine sit down with Greg, the master distiller, and just chopping it up to fantastic. ask a few of these questions of, hey, Greg, you know, why this and why this? And I don't know what he can can and would say, but, uh, you know, it was 112. You didn't, it was too earthy, and they, it was that sweet spot, because that's what probably what it came down to, right? Yeah. And we, we've gotten to a couple of blunders mm-hmm. of some, you know, boutique names that are really big names and had these conversations. And if you respect these people and you talk to them and you honor their knowledge, they'll cool. slowly open up and tell you more and more and more, you know? And, and don't go there asking them for bottles. Exactly. I mean, my God, oh my gosh. if you ever have an opportunity to sit down like Lance and I met, you know, have alluded to, we've met some really cool people in the industry. And I think uh, the reason why they open up is we've never asked for a thing. We've never asked for a thing except the generosity of talking with us. Yeah, the networking. Shake her hand. Yep. And smile. And that's it. And, and we always end up drinking whiskey together, which we is. We always end up having a good that's time. A subject. It's fun. And uh, as a matter of fact, a few of them we've stayed in close contact with, which is really cool. So, okay. Okay, so great. Drum roll, please. Got to get into our uh, $130. You walk into a party store, and let's talk. You are new to bourbon, new to whiskey. What are your thoughts on that? New? New. Uh, come over Butch's and get a pour from him. Well, then there's that. <laughs> um, my address is... A big... I'm somewhere on 32 Mile, um, just a little bit what, east of campground. <laughs> <laughs> He's describing my location. <laughs> he knows I have a bottle of this, too. <laughs> well played. Uh. Well played. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh, that's Link. Uh. Um, so... I think at 130 bucks, we can't be talking about beginner whiskey drinkers. We got to be into the intermediates. We got to people. No, that, no, but there's people who are listening that could be new. So, w- w- would you recommend this bottle? I wouldn't recommend any 130 dollar bottle okay. to somebody who doesn't. That's ha- important. But that's important because you walk into party stores and you have party store owners that are going to persuade people because they want to move product and they may see this and they may listen to our podcast and go, you know, you buy it. So, are you angry right now? Your face is a little red, like. Christ's sake almighty, dude. <laughs> I was just telling you my opinion. No, it's just hot in here. <laughs> no, so at hundred, if you're brand new, $130, look to probably buy something different and get your feet wet. Yeah, I would say go down to one of the other okay. old elk pours. Get you, started you, with you, that. You got 20, 30 bottles. You really enjoy bourbon. Man, this is going to be a ride for you. If you don't have something finished that's really good and stands out to you, this is going to open a whole new chapter of bourbon experience to you. Um, so if you got the 130 bucks, I I would say this would be one of my, this this would be up there in terms of which ones I would pick to suggest to somebody for $130 range. I completely agree. In fact, I'm curious, what, we just got a, a new aged and or um, blind sample set. Yeah, buddy. Um, I would love nothing more to do a blind versus Joseph Magnus. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I tell you what, Lance and I love them. Um, that isn't like I said. I I said almost allocated. That's definitely allocated if he puts it because I've seen that bottle for over three hundred bucks, four hundred bucks, uh, which is criminal in my mind. Um, I think every bottle that we have, we've got close to retail, if not at retail. Yeah. Um, maybe it's easier because we're from Michigan. Um, we have a few different uh, other releases, but we've had some other cigar cuts that we didn't like. Um, so I don't want to 
do that because I think we would absolutely know exactly what ones we're having. So yes. I'm curious what it would stand up. At the end of the day, my recommendation is if you're into bourbon, this is a absolute must-have on your shelf. And it goes back to my belief and my 2024, I call it New Year's resolution. Um, I'm going to enjoy more whiskey and not focused on the big hitters. Uh, I don't want to pay secondary anymore, which you, I know I will. So don't shit on me when I do because I'm going to at some point. But I'm not paying top secondary. No. I'll pay 20 30 bucks over some bottles. I will. And I get it. But I'm done with the secondary game. This right here is why I love bourbon. Hell this yeah. bottle right here. It's a uh, it's a, a, dist- a distillery that's new, that had a vision, had a plan, had a mission, and damn, they, they, they're putting out some incredible product. So um, I think in the next year we should uh, make a point to visit Old Elk. Yeah, I would um, agree for sure. We, we, we love Colorado. Yep. We went fly fishing there. I mean, I've been hunting there. We absolutely love it. Um, great people, great city. Chill. Man, Everybody's so relaxed. Yeah, so, the hustle so awesome. Um, the views. So let's make a point to go visit Fort Collins and Com- in Col- Fort Collins, Colorado and Old Elk. Um, and uh, go see what it's all about. Sounds good to me, brother. I'm always down. So with that saying, cheers. You didn't give your recommendation. What is it? I, buy all day. Oh, buy all day. Okay. Buy all yeah, maybe day. Maybe you did. Um, in fact, I, I want to get a backup of this bottle because, oh, yeah. you know, mine's a third gone, and I can see us dipping into this bottle. This is fun. Or dipping your bottle. We, we could do I'll, that, too. I'll bring my topper. <laughs> I have a topper. Oh, look at that. Got my own. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Cheers, everybody. Cheers, everybody. Have a good night. <laughs>